Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Mike's program with Bitter McKee and Mouthley. <laughs> Some people think the reason a newspaper is printed in several sections is so the wind can blow it all over the neighborhood easier. This is an erroneous idea. It's really so two people can read it at the same time. Like at 79 Wistful Vista, where one with the sports page and the other with the affairs of society, we find Fibber McGee and Molly. I see where ham-faced Gorton, the Denver Destroyer, KO'd Slugger Malone in the fifth round, McGee. Oh. <laughs> Molly, please. That don't sound good coming from you. Well, blame yourself, dearie. You're the one who handed me the sports section while you grabbed the news. Yeah, but my gosh, I never... Oh, listen. Gorilla Grogan, the Memphis murderer, wins map tussle with Boris, the Bulgarian bone breaker. Oh. The gorilla... Was... Okay, okay, okay. You win. I'll swap sections with you. <laughs> Thank you. Hmm. You know, I never could understand. Oh, uh, isn't this sweet? Isn't what sweet? This about Mr. and Mrs. Calvin W. Hookweiler of South Oak Street. What's about them? They're celebrating their golden wedding anniversary. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah, I guess it is at that. One who never opens perfume bottles with her husband's razor blades. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he must be the kind of a man who never nags when his wife burns the bacon. I like burned bacon. Charcoal. Good for the teeth. <laughs> Besides, you never saw... Oh, McGee. Huh? I hope you and I can celebrate our golden wedding anniversary. Wouldn't that be grand, dearie? Oh, sure it would, but... Hey, wait a minute. That's a wonderful idea, Molly. Why don't we do that? Well, fine, but I don't have to go take off my apron and put on my face right now, do I? Huh? We've still got about 25 years to go. I mean celebrate our golden wedding right now. Today. Oh, McGee, you can't do that. You've got to be married 50 years before. Ah, that's the trouble with people. Always wait until the last minute. What? <laughs> We're going to celebrate our golden wedding. Let's celebrate it right now while we're sure of it. But, McGee, you can't just... We'll get a few friends over here and have... Oh, wait a minute. I got a better idea. I'm going to take you out tonight, baby. That does it. That's for me. You talked me into it. <laughs> yes, sir. We'll get Doc and Harlow and Alice together and all go down to the Wistful Vista Biltmore for dinner and a little dancing. Wonderful. Yeah. Oh, my. Our golden wedding. <laughs> It is silly, McGee, but... Oh, dear, I haven't got a gift for you. Oh, forget it. But I already got something for you. I was going to save it for your birthday, but this is better. Oh, McGee, you darling, what is it? Come on, tell no, me. No, no, I'll give it to you later. Well, I'll think of something nice for you. Okay. Uh, say, if we're going out for dinner, uh, let's give Beulah the night off. Why not? Okay. Beulah! Oh, Beulah! Somebody ball for Beulah? <laughs> 
Beulah. Mrs. McGee and I are celebrating our golden wedding anniversary tonight, and... You doing which, Winston? We're... <laughs> We're celebrating our golden wedding anniversary tonight, Beulah. Yeah. Well, for goodness sake. <laughs> when do folks just get married back in that little old Peoria when it's two weeks old? I don't know. We haven't been married 50 years yet, Beulah. Of course not. Oh, you mean it only seemed like 50 years, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 Beulah. <laughs> you see, uh, Mr. McGee just decided we ought to celebrate our golden wedding while we were still more or less young. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is pretty silly, isn't it? What do you mean, silly? Why, ma'am, I think it's just wonderful. Why, sure. <laughs> I'm from Flabbergoose. <laughs> My sister, she's always talking about celebrating her wedding anniversary, but she never get around to it. Why not? No time? No, sir. No husband. <laughs> what are you going to do tonight, man? You're going to have the ceremony again and toss your bridal bouquet downstairs? Because if so, you're going to find Beulah out there in left field. <laughs> no, we're just tossing a little wingding for a few friends, Beulah. A little dinner party. Oh, my. I, I, I'm going right to work. Mm-hmm. Oh, Beulah's going to whip you all up a five-cheer wedding cake. No, oh, Beulah, you mean five-cheer. Ain't going to be no cheers today, ma'am. This is happy stuff. <laughs> well, thanks, Beulah, but we're going to eat downtown tonight, and you can take the evening off. Oh, well, thank you, ma'am. You're welcome. Uh, Ira's in town tonight. Oh. We may go down to the Dreamland Ballroom tonight and turp us a little sickery. <laughs> I'm sorry you ain't having a party at home, though. I'd love to make you some punch. Mmm, and I could go for some, too, Beulah. You make good punch? Sir, when I deliver that punch, it's a knockout. <laughs> My uncle invented a recipe, although he ain't been able to make it much since he got hurt in an explosion. Oh, my. What exploded, Beulah? A bowl of punch he was making. <laughs> ah, well, that sounds like his recipe went over with a bang. Yes, it did really went over with a Yeah, what the man is That golden wedding couple. <laughs> so I says to myself, Alice, I says, we may not all be together 25 years from now, I says. So I says, why not celebrate it now, I says. <laughs> well, I think it's a wonderful idea, Mr. McGee. Uh, let me see now. When you're married 25 years, that's your silver anniversary. Yep. 50 is gold, of course. Mm-hmm. What's 75? Diamond. And 100? When you're married a hundred years, Alice, you just totter over to the phone and call Ripley. <laughs> That's what's known as getting into his column the hard way. <laughs> Why, if I, I ever... I didn't know you were in here, Alice. Oh. Are you coming to our dinner party tonight, dear? Oh, I wouldn't miss it for the world, Mrs. McGee. I love parties, anyhow. I just went to one night before last. Huh? Well, what do you do, dear? Uh, do you play parlor games or dance? We play games. Grown-up games, of course, like spin the bottle and uh, post office. Post office? Ah, I draw the line at that. You do, Mr. McGee? Yes, Alice. Due to an unfortunate experience in his youth. Yep. Played post office at a high school party, Alice. Girl named Marge was postmistress at the time. The huzzy. Yeah. <laughs> she calls me into the post office, see? Well, sir, I kind of blushed and smoothed back my hair. Had a terrible cowlick at the time. And I walks in. 
I got a letter for you, Breezy, she says. <laughs> Kids all called me... They all called me Breezy in them days. Uh, windy it was. <laughs> yeah, Windy. I got a letter for you, Windy, she says. So I shuts my eyes and puckers up. And she kissed you. No, she gave him a letter. <laughs> father was the real postmaster. <laughs> I never quite got over that, Alice. I was a woman hater for several days after that. <laughs> Gee, nobody ever wanted to kiss me when I was a little girl. Hmm? I had braces on my teeth and they called me Iron Jaw Alice. <laughs> well, I guess that situation has improved some by now, hasn't it? Well, I guess you'd call it an improvement, Mr. McGee. I had to write home last week for my braces. <laughs> Say, uh, Alice, maybe you can think of some little gadget made of gold that I can give Mr. McGee. Well, I'll give it some thought, Mrs. McGee. Oh, wait a minute. I've got a wonderful idea for a gift for him. Oh, good. Whisper it to me, dear. Well, what? Hmm? Well, it's a cute idea, and they would be gold, all right. But Mr. McGee would always forget to feed them. Thanks anyway, Alice. I'll keep trying. I'll see you tonight. Goldfish, huh? <laughs> ah, you listen. I never know such a thing. I'm. Hey, by the way, did you reserve a table at the Biltmore? Yep, table for five at eight. Or was it table for eight at five? <laughs> no, table for five at eight. That's what I told them. Good. Well, you know, this ought to be a lot of fun, Molly. They got two swell bands down there. Two bands? Mm-hmm. Oh, dear, you have enough trouble keeping time with one, McGee. <laughs> I don't see how you... Hello, folks. Mr. Wilcox, just the man we wanted to see. Yep, I want you to come to a golden wedding anniversary party, Junior. Swell. Whose? Ours. Whose? Ours, Mr. Wilcox, at the Wistful Vista Biltmore tonight. Tonight? Your golden wedding anniversary? You heard. <laughs> Will you come and bring Mrs. Wilcox? Well, gee, kids, I'd love to be there, but General Grant and Henry VIII and I have a date to play sports. <laughs> We have a date to play squat tag in Carnegie Hall. <laughs> oh, Mr. Wilcox, we're not fooling. We're serious. Certainly. About Look, Junior, we just decided to celebrate our golden wedding anniversary right now while we can still have fun. And Alice Darling and Dr. Gamble and the Wilcoxes are all invited. Won't you please come? Well, I don't know who thought this up, but it's probably the most delightfully idiotic idea I ever heard, and I wouldn't miss it for the world. Oh, good. Be there about 8 o'clock, Mr. Wilcox. Now, we'll have cocktails first, see? Cocktails? Well, Natch. <laughs> Oyster, shrimp, mixed fruit, anything you want. Great, great. I'll just about have time to pick up a little gift. Oh, no gift, Junior. That's out. No, oh, the presents are just between McGee and me, Mr. Wilcox. Yep. Only I haven't been able to think of anything for him yet. Have you any ideas? Uh, something gold that doesn't cost too much? Well, let me think. Uh, oh, sure. I know just the thing. Oh, good. What is it? Put your fingers in your ears, McGee. Okay, go ahead. Now, look, Molly, you know that golden oak dresser he has in his room? Yes. Well, that's sort of golden, see? 
So why don't we send him out for a while, and we slip up there and polish it all up with Johnson's wax? Make it look beautiful. Yes, uh, but for a wedding anniversary gift, that hardly seems... Oh, but there's nothing more pleasant to look at than a Johnson wax piece of furniture, Molly. You're right. Yeah, and every time he sees it, he'll think how wonderful it is to be married to such a good housekeeper. Ah. So efficient and so economical. A woman who thinks of Johnson's wax immediately when she wants to make her home more attractive. Why, Molly, Johnson... Just a darn minute, <laughs> What's Johnson's wax got to do with now, it? Now, McGee, you weren't supposed to be listening. I wasn't listening. Well, then how did you know what I was talking about? Look, Junior, when you get that slap-happy look on your hand, <laughs> when your chest starts going up and down like a movie hero in a clinch, when you start swaying like you were in a trance, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Well, I think it's wonderful to be so enthusiastic about something, dearie. The only thing you were ever carried away by was the ambulance the time you had pneumonia. And you know what they use on those ambulances to keep them so shiny? Yes, yeah, we know. Yes, we know. Yeah, I was afraid you did. Well, I'll see you at night, folks. So long. I'm so glad he's coming. He's a lot of fun at a party. Yeah, he'll probably want to dance all night, too. I hear he's been taking rumble lessons from Arthur Murray himself. Arthur Murray of the Teamsters Union? <laughs> That's Philip Murray. Oh? Although Wilcox does dance a little like a brewery horse at that. I wish I could think of a gift for you, McGee. Something gold. Say... You don't have a bill clip, do you? I don't need one. I just throw them on the hall table when they come in, anyhow. Don't worry about a gift for me now. Come in. Oh, for goodness sakes, Dr. Gamble. Hello, Doctor. Hello, Molly. And how are you today? Good looking? Oh, fine, Doc. Thanks. I was still talking to Molly. Oh. <laughs> well, look, you're invited to dinner with us tonight, Doc, at the Wistful Vista Biltmore. Eight o'clock. It's a celebration. Celebration of what? Our golden wedding anniversary. Uh, there must be something wrong with my ears. I better see a doctor and see what... What am I saying? I am a doctor. <laughs> yeah, and there's nothing wrong with your ears that a little adhesive tape wouldn't have fixed when you were a baby, too. <laughs> the idea is, instead of waiting 25 years, we're celebrating our golden wedding anniversary tonight. Don't that make sense? No, it doesn't, but it's a splendid idea, for you at least. Why, for him, Doctor? Well, in another 25 years, Molly, you'll still be a handsome, healthy specimen of womanhood. <laughs> but little belt stretcher there, little belt stretcher will resemble a weary baboon with arteries like a clay pipe. <laughs> oh, is that so? Well, in 25 years, I'll come over to your house and do a standing broad jump over your wheelchair, you superannuated old pill roller. You couldn't do a running hop over a crack in the sidewalk right now, Lord Bucket. That's all you know about it, you malpracticing old muscle twitcher. You couldn't diagnose a case of root beer. Ah, oh, now, Paul. After all, this is hardly the time. Let him rant, Molly. He's just got a physical inferiority complex because he hasn't got enough leg muscles to keep his garters up. <laughs> Why, oh, you... Oh, save your breath, Hillbilly. You'll need it to argue with the waiter tonight when he brings your check. <laughs> See you down there.
Isn't he a sweet old character? Ah, he's old, all right, and he's a character. But if he's sweet, I'm Shirley Temple's grandson. Say, look, dearie, I've got to get upstairs and start getting ready. Now, when Beulah gets through pressing my dress, ask her to bring it upstairs, will you? Okay, Snooky, okay. Ah, there goes a good kid. She knows this is the silliest idea I ever cooked up. But does she squawk? Yelps her pretty little head off. So she finds out we're going dancing. Then she shuts up like... Come in. Hi, mister. Oh, hello, Teeny. Come on in. What you doing, mister? What you doing? What you... Why, Mrs. McGee and I are getting ready to celebrate our golden wedding anniversary tonight, sis. What's a golden wedding anniversary, mister? What is that? Well, that's a sort of a long story, sis. Oh, goody. You see... The whole thing starts when two young people fall in love. Oh? They get engaged, they get married, and then hand in hand they start down the long road of life together. Why is it a road, mister? Why is it? Well, uh, I guess it's because it's too easy to get in a rut, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Anyhow, they go along hand in hand, side by side, always together. Oh, the boy and girl. Boy and girl? In the story. Oh, boy, a story. I love stories. <laughs> tell it to me, mister. Go on, tell it to me. Dad, rat it, sis. I'm trying to tell it to you. Anyhow, they go along through the years sharing everything. Mm-hmm. Through troubles and trial and tribulation. Why did they get arrested, mister? <laughs> they didn't get arrested, sis. I says then they... Then why do they have to go through a trial? Where Were they framed, huh? Look. <laughs> Skip the trial. Okay. I'll read about it in the papers. <laughs> so this young couple goes along through sickness and sorrow, through grief and bad luck and misfortune, through, through sadness and misery and trouble. Aww. Don't they ever have any fun? <laughs> oh, sure. Some. But they go right ahead anyway. <laughs> Resolutely marching forward down the rocky road of time. Her little hand in his and her little head on his shoulder. Oh. Till all at once one of them happens to take a gander in the calendar and this thing's been going on for 50 years. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they throw a big golden wedding celebration and all their friends come and hoop and holler and spill stuff all over the furniture. <laughs> they live happily ever after and get their pictures in the paper. Gee, that's a wonderful story, mister. Mm-hmm. Can I have a golden wedding anniversary, mister? Can I? <laughs> Probably someday. Will I grow up and get married like Mrs. McGee? Well, hmm? certainly. Will I have a husband like Mrs. McGee, Scott? Oh, if you're lucky. <laughs> do to get their pictures in the paper. Hi. Isn't this nice, McGee? Swell. Floor is pretty crowded, but I'll weave us through this mob without bumping into... Whoops. I'm sorry, sis. Be careful, dearie. All right, I'm okay. Foot slipped. When you got a natural sense of rhythm like I got, you don't... Whoop! <laughs> you nearly knocked the man down, McGee. Yeah. I'm sorry, bud. I didn't mean... Oh, it's you, Harlow. In the flesh, pal. The badly bruised flesh, I might add. <laughs> well, watch where you're going, kid. 
You're liable to hurt somebody. It's okay, Molly. It was Wilcox. Oh, McGee, do you remember the first dance you ever took me to back in Peoria? I sure do. In the high school auditorium. Yeah. That was the night somebody turned off the lights while we were all dancing. Yeah. <laughs> when the lights went out, you ducked, and I kissed my chemistry teacher. <laughs> yeah, Miss the Ditch. I remember. And she slapped the president of the school board. And his wife took him right home. Yeah. <laughs> ah, boy, those were the days. Sometimes, you know, ow, watch your elbow, bud. Oh, that's my elbow. Maybe you held them a little closer to your sides, dearie. No, this is okay. You get a better balance on the turns with them out like this. <laughs> yeah. You see, if you don't square off on the turn, you get... Hey. What happened? What happened? Did I miss something? What no, happened? the music ended, that's all. Oh, I thought I heard something funny. <laughs> well, come on, let's get back to the table. I didn't have my pie yet, and if Doc Gamble gets there first, he's like... Oh, uh, relax, dearie. He and Alice came off the dance floor right behind well, us. Well, well, I see you two made it all right. Yeah. Old stuff for us, old stuff. Oh, thanks again for the dance, Alice. Oh, it was fun, Doctor. Yeah, it looked like fun. Gamble, you get around that dance floor like a hamstrung hippopotamus. Well, thanks, my boy. You dance with all the carefree abandon of a runaway bulldozer yourself. <laughs> I could always tell where you were by the trail of people nursing bruises <laughs> and grudges. Hey, you had some of this cherry pie, Doc. How is it? Just like Mother used to make, McGee. Your mother a good cook, Doctor? Terrible. <laughs> mm, tastes okay to me. Well, this has been a wonderful evening, dearie. There's only one thing wrong. What's the matter, Ma? I just feel badly that I never did get a gift for you, that's all. Ah. And I love the gift you gave me. Who else would ever have thought of a gold thimble? <laughs> oh, I knew you were... Ah! Oh! Oh! McGee! Oh. Darling, what on earth's matter? Oh, oh a book of tooth. Oh. Cherry pit. Oh. Oh, dear. Here, my boy, let's see it. No, don't touch it. Get your big fat hands off. Oh, dear. What can we do? Get him to a dentist right away. At this hour of the night? Well, this one has offices next door to mine, Molly. You grab a cab and rush him over there. I'll get on the phone and have the dentist there and waiting. Go ahead. Oh, thank you, doctor. Come on, dearie. Oh, dear of all. Is there anything wrong, sir? Oh. There certainly is, waiter. My husband just broke a tooth on a piece of your pie. Mm. Come on, dearie. Oh, I'm terribly sorry, madam. Rest assured, sir, that the hotel will certainly not charge you a cent. For the dinner? For the pie, madam. <laughs> now, look, bud. I can't stand here, Gavin. Just give our bill to that fat guy over there. The one with the stethoscope in his pocket. Come on, Molly. That's it. Just sit back in the chair, Mr. McGee, and we'll have a look. Now, relax now. Don't hurt much, Doc. Oh, of course not. Open up now. Let's look in there. Hmm. He broke it on the cherry pit, Doctor. Well, we'll have to drill that a little bit now. Open wider. A little wider. I've got to go in there with this drill, you know. Oh, now, not that wide. I'm not going in. Just the drill. That's better. You see, uh, we were having a little dinner party uh, down at the... Celebrating our old wedding anniversary. Oh, whose golden wedding anniversary? Ours, Doctor. Yours? My word, how old were you two when you were married? Well, himself here was 21, but I was... 21 and 50... Why, that's amazing. By George, I've never seen anyone so well preserved. Who, <laughs> oui. 
I wouldn't take him to be a day over 65, Mrs. McGee. <laughs> yes, could almost pass for a man of 60. Got the teeth of a man of 60. Well, Doctor, uh, you see... Well, there we are, Mr. McGee. You can sit up now. Ah, I feel better, Doc. Yes, sir. But we're going to have to give you a new tooth there. A new tooth? What kind of a tooth? A new gold tooth. A gold tooth? Why, that's wonderful. I'll pay for it myself. Huh? That's my present, dearie. My golden wedding present to you. A gold tooth? Oh, this is ridiculous. <laughs> I still think a golden wedding anniversary is a wonderful thing. Well, so do I. And I'd like to congratulate every single couple who are celebrating theirs or planning to celebrate it. I hope they have a long life. And a happy one? And ice cream for dessert. Why, uh, why the ice cream? No seeds. Oh. <laughs> Good night. Good night, all. This is Hollow Wilcox. Spring.